0: Coming to you live from the Mistoffelee Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. Hello everybody and uh, welcome to another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Jay Golosi. Jay, what is going on, brother? How are you tonight?
1: Just uh, another day in paradise. I believe it was fifty-five fucking degrees this morning. So uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah maybe, uh, been, might
1: be, might be why I'm a little bit
0: Yeah, the weather's been actually kind of weird as of late here in Florida. Um, and then it's gonna be hot tomorrow. I'll get back up to the 80s. So it's just like what the thank fuck? Christ. <laughs> but anyways, Christ. enough about the fucking weather here in Florida, but uh wanted to thank you guys for joining in on another episode of Dark Fringe Radio. Tonight we're gonna have a really interesting topic. Here, Jay, we're going to be talking about misinformation. We're going to be talking about the whole Joe Rogan controversy and what's going on with him and how that affects everyday people like you and me. Because you and I, um, well, maybe not so much you and I, but people our age and maybe older and maybe some younger, you know, do rely on mainstream media. And uh, we're going to be talking about how dangerous that can be. Because (laughs) Yeah, it can be. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of, um, you know, interests that are played here, um, especially when it comes to the advertisers. So we're going to be getting into all that, who, what, where, when, how, how all comes together here in a second. But, of course, just want to let everybody know how you can listen to podcast very easily, Jay. Go to our website, darkfringeradio.com, Go right there, and you can see all of our episodes, all our daily content, things that we post on a daily basis. Uh, we always got stories there um you know things about horror movies uh sci-fi stuff ufos you know videos this and that and the other a lot of content please go there and subscribe to our website go there and also our social media dark fringe radio uh on facebook instagram and on twitter so you can uh, find us everywhere on social media just look us up at dark fringe radio so enough of that jay get that shit out of the way let's get right into the the meat and potatoes not of the subject but tonight, but our first segment for the day. And of course, it is our favorite segment. What's up, Florida man, Jay?
1: A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida near Tampa where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man
2: accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland.
1: Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says, Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him
2: they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this cookie monster doll.
0: All the shit, man. What do you have for us for what the F Florida man?
1: What the F, Florida, man. Now, I'm going on what I'm remembering from what I read this afternoon. Uh, okay. <laughs> Will and I had decided to do this. Just We've been trying to do this. There's been some scheduling mishaps. It's been yep. kind a of thing. Uh, so, I knew we were recording tonight. So, I waited until... The topic's been the today. same, by the way. So,
0: yeah, it hasn't yeah, yeah. changed. Yeah. You
1: know, we've we've been on point with the topic. Right. Just, just schedule matching match- up. You know, these things happen. Yeah. So, I decided to wait till this afternoon at lunch to look at my Florida man. And uh, the very top one is the one that I I, I went with because <laughs> it says it all. Okay. Florida man arrested directing traffic while urinating.
0: Wow. So he was directing traffic while he was urinating at the same. That's a, that's a feat in itself, Jay.
1: It's a multitasker.
0: Yes. Yes. For women that say that men can't multitask, obviously this guy has definitely broken the barrier.
1: He's, he's got it. He's got it. He was, <laughs> he was directing traffic with one hand while he was,
0: it was just flowing
1: with the other. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Details, Jay detail. Let's hear it.
1: Winter park, some congestion, two cars in the middle of the intersection. One man is peeing in the middle of the intersection, waving people by. Okay. Police officer happens across said incident. Thinks there's an accident because there's such a backup comes along the man to realize that he is urinating. Hmm. Uh, the guy said um, he was just he just figured it'd be okay, lot of traffic to go by him. Uh, turned out he had been smoking pure THC resin in his car.
0: Wow.
1: And really had to pee.
0: <laughs> so he was just on a carpet ride of, a of THC. High as a
1: motherfucker. High as a motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, yeah well listen i can see how that could happen you could be di- you know directing traffic and peeing at the same time i mean uh, you know happens to the best of us in some days you know
1: when nature calls william <laughs>
0: <laughs> now was he directing traffic with the direction of his pee that's what i want to know
1: uh from what i've heard from i yeah. like was he peeing this way He's like hey
0: all right everybody pee. This- i'm peeing this way go this way yeah well, you two. turn you turn you turn so he's flipping <laughs> it back that way <laughs> what is he doing bro uh
1: from what i understand he was doing uh the helicopter helicopter the uh, old helicopter got gotcha. you trying to get a chopper on a type
0: gotcha gotcha all right well he was trying to do something there man that's some typical florida crazy man shit uh i'm sure he was what i'm sure he he's probably drunk it. on top of that with the GHC and,
1: Oh, I would almost, I would almost believe it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, come on, that wasn't just THC. On top
1: of that. I
0: mean, let's get honest here. Come on, uh, I mean, there's, I'm sure, Oh, no, that will guy play. was.
1: Yeah, I mean, they said they found found a empty jar of pure resin that was freshly smoked.
0: Listen, that was the last thing he probably did.
1: Who knows where the night <laughs> went? What, what did he man? compound
0: before that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that
1: guy directing traffic while holding his dick. Let's be yeah. real. Who knows what that guy's capable of? Wow. I mean, that's 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 impressive. So it is I mean, impressive. Who knows what it was? Maybe he had uh, you know some crank at lunch, a little LSD for dinner, and hey, a little hey. weed for dessert, and
0: needed to let go. Hey, listen, here at Dark Fringe Radio, we salute you, from Mr. Florida Man. Good job for directing traffic and peeing at the very same time, which definitely breaks the women's uh, idea that man can't do two things at the same time. So there you go. I'm going to bring up that story every time a woman says that.
1: 2022 william yeah i know I know we
0: gotta be nice i know i know well i'm not gonna be nice from this point on forward here jay because we just finished with florida man and we're going to be getting into of course the main topic for tonight which is misinformation and um the whole joe rogan controversy so i want everybody to sit back get ready for a hell of a ride tonight because we're going to be dropping a lot of knowledge about what all this is about So I hope you guys enjoy.
2: Hello, I'm Douglas Chardonano, author of American Conspiracies and Cover-Ups. Hi, my name is Jim Schmidt. I'm the author of The Way of Existence.
0: Hi, this is John Davis from the Flat Earth Society.
2: Hey, this
1: is Marie D. Jones, best-selling author and paranormal researcher. This is Matt Landman, activist, filmmaker. Hi, my name is Olympia Fonseca. I go by Oli. I am a Reiki master. Hi, this is Emily Mintel-Stakely with What the Frick Live podcast.
2: Hi, uh, my name is Todd Neese, and for the past 28 years plus, I've been a Bigfoot
0: researcher. Hi, I'm Dina Ray, and I'm an author of seven books. My latest books are
1: The Bestseller and The Sequel.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Ethan Clay from Ghost Founders. My name is James Piles. I'm an author. I have, I've written the short story, The Recall, and you can find my work at www. Powered by Robots.com. Hi, I'm Keith Evans. I'm the author of the book, The Hayes House, Ghost for People 2. Hi, I'm Mark Anthony. I'm known as the Psychic Lawyer and the Psychic Explorer. I'm the author of the bestsellers, Evidence of Eternity and Never Letting Go. Hi, I'm Mike Heston Rogers. This is Robert Sullivan, author of The Royal Arch of Enoch, Cinema
1: Symbolism and Packed with the Devil.
0: Hi, this is Tammy Merhab-Travis of Holly Weird Paranormal
1: Podcast. This is William Lawrence with bentlights.com. Hey, this is Steve DeShavi. This is Vincent Lawrence with Paranosis.
0: This is Vincent DeSanti, the director of Never Hike Alone, and you are listening to Dark Fringe Radio. All right, guys, uh, thanks for uh, joining us back on our newest edition or episode of Dark Fringe Radio. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a very important subject here, Jay. We're going to be talking about misinformation. What's misinformation? A lot of people talk about it. Hey. <laughs> yes. But, you Where know, did misinfor- you go? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, misinformation now, this has become a real big thing now, uh, Jay. Now, because of how social media is and how a lot of the mainstream media is, unfortunately, um, news isn't delivered to us as facts anymore. It's delivered as an opinion piece. And it's skewed for, obviously, certain means and certain, you know, political or financial gain let's just say at the end of the day now we're going to be getting this whole joe you rogan controversy it. oh it's 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 really i mean it's gotten so bad now jay where it's become so more apparent that's the problem you know what i mean it's just like it's right in our face now you know it's not so hidden like it used to be before at least they tried to hide it before you know what i mean now uh, it's just listen, like right I'm in your with fucking face. there's
1: no honor among thieves anymore
0: no, 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 no. So let's, let's start with the timeline here with, uh, with Joe Rogan. February 7th, I'm sorry, let's go back further. Excuse me. January 12th, there was an open letter that was sent to Spotify. Uh, it was signed over by a thousand health professionals and scientists urging to tackle misinformation, Jay, um, around the pandemic. The letter cited episode of the Joe Rogan experience around the pandemic. Uh, sorry, excuse me. The Joe Rogan experience that featured physician and virologist, Dr. Robert Malone who had already been banned from Twitter for violating COVID misinformation policies. So on that day, he had Robert Malone on, you know, this whole open letter with the Spotify. Uh, there was this doctor that um, has this following on Instagram um, where she kind of debunks, you know, a lot of misinformation when it comes to COVID. Her name is Jessica right. Rivera. She's a, you know, a, a children's uh, um doctor, um, a, pedi- uh, a pediatrician. Pediatrician, and, sir. Pediatrician, yeah, that's correct. I'm word, sorry. I couldn't get it out of my head. I got head. you, homie. Thank you, brother. So she was uh, basically the one who helmed this whole letter to Spotify. Now, um, you know, Jay, when we hear that there's these health professionals and these doctors that are sending their opinion, you know, you're thinking that there's, these are all doctors of the same ilk. You know what I'm saying? These are doctors that are have, you know, direct knowledge of certain things of, for instance, of viruses and, 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 and vaccines and things of that nature come to find out a lot of these, um, health professionals that were cited in this, uh, letter to Spotify were veterinarians. Um, some of them were podcasters, uh, which, Hey, I love podcasters. (laughs) We're podcasters. It's all good. But again, we're not health professionals. We're not health professionals. We're not here to give anybody any health direction. We're not here to tell you what to do with your body. We're not here to tell you anything. We're just presenting stuff to you for you to make your own decision at the end of the day. So, you know, Jay, we had this, uh, that letter went to Spotify. Then it started to kind of tumble down forward. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, what I call act two is, uh, you know, you start seeing some of these musicians starting to petition to have, some of their music removed from Spotify because of Joe Rogan supposedly spreading misinformation uh, regarding COVID and uh, other vaccines and all that stuff. So, uh, of course, the one who came to the forefront was Neil Young. Joni Mitchell was another one, I believe, that came out to the forefront. A couple of their podcasters that uh, are exclusive to uh, Spotify, excuse me, uh, said that they would put their um, show on hold. But at the end of the day, Spotify has held their ground. And I'm going to commend them right now. Right now, I commend Me Spotify too. for not buckling to the mob because yeah. what the mo- Well, listen, yet I don't think it's going to happen because if, it's gonna, if it was going to happen, I really believe it was already going to happen. Why do I say that? Is because they went from this misinformation um, campaign against Joe mm-hmm. Rogan and they completely turned it now to a racist mm-hmm. uh, campaign against Joe Rogan. Now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Jay... You are a white male, 42 years old. You've listened to the Joe Rogan podcast before, haven't you? All the way through awesome. from one episode, at least a few episodes from beginning to end, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've listened okay. to a lot of
0: them. Okay, so has he ever come across to you as racist in any way, shape, or form? Anything but. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, he's had people like Daryl Davis, uh, who's a guy who, basically has transformed 2,000 kkk members to drop their beliefs and and their thoughts and mm-hmm. and actually you know change to a, a decent human being and uh you know change their ideals and and their thoughts and their uh you know their way of life you know he's had millions of people on his podcast not 1000000s let let's hundreds of people on no, his podcast he's had
1: you he's know had a lot of experts on that that discuss that have discussed those things and think about the Joe Rogan experience, it's meant to be an open format for shared ideas and not thought of as the word of a gospel in any shape, way, shape, or form. Uh, in fact, if you listen to, to Joe Rogan at all, you'll hear him talk about how um all of these regionalities, races, they, something goes against it, and also everybody circles the wagons. You'll hear him say that a lot, circling the wagons. And that's the last thing he wants he thinks there shouldn't be any borders at all he thinks there shouldn't be it's, it should just be people in their individualistic property he couldn't be any less just
0: yeah Jay you're right um you know that's what he's doing he's having you know just conversations with people that um you know may or may not be controversial um in the field of study that they're giving their expertise or their their views on but at the same time, it's just a conversation. He's not saying these people are right or wrong. He's not telling anybody to believe these people or as right or wrong or as the gospel. He's just having conversation. And for these people to come out here, Jay, for instance, mm-hmm. like Neil Young, who has been talking about that's well, been rocking in the free world, okay, for how many fucking years, right? With that fucking boring ass song, and you know, talking about the the the, the whole premise of that song is a free world and free freedom of speech as well is included in that I do believe and what he's doing is going against that now you know Jay there's there's a lot of you know nefarious you know back dealings with this stuff here too um a lot of people are not aware that Neil long Neil Young he actually sold most of his library to a company that's owned by Blackstone now why does that make any sense why does it even matter One reason why, Jay Blackstone has an advisor on their board who is the CEO of Pfizer. So, how is that not connecting one dot to another? How do you not have some type of interest in something like that financially when you're kind of pushing, you know, this one narrative and then saying, Uh, hey, listen, this guy's pushing a misinformation? That's a little, that's a tough pill to swallow when it comes from a guy like that.
1: Uh, yeah, you might be going just a a wee bit deep in the weeds there, my guy. I, I don't think the two are necessarily related. Uh, Neil Young selling most of his library to someone is Neil Young finding anybody that wants to actually buy Neil Young music because uh, most <laughs> of those people are dead. Uh, that's also why... <laughs> well, it's worth
0: it's money. And it. Blackstone bought it. And,
1: uh, and Bla- I mean, yes, Blackstone bought it. That like, gives them the, those rights. And I think there's, that's not where the hidden agenda is. I think the hidden agenda comes out more through the angry mob. I don't think it's necessarily through the Neil Young. Uh, I think Neil Young gets to be a figurehead and a a spokesperson gets to stand on his soapbox uh, and I believe Neil Young believes in what he's doing. I don't think he's doing it nefariously.
0: I agree and I disagree. I agree and I disagree.
1: I think think it's the angry mob suddenly seeing that uh, Joe Rogan has a bit of power and Mm. taking things out of context without uh, talk about misinformation how about doing some research if you yes. listen to the podcast it really I mean it's it's so clear it couldn't be any other way now joe rogan has come out and he's he's made certain concessions and I let's talk he, about it, that it was, here
0: jay let's let's talk about the first uh, apology first the first one because okay. there was two oh, obviously okay. yeah no there was two um let's yeah, get to here.
1: I don't think the first one was really an apology. It was, a- and it
0: really wasn't an apology. It was kind of like, "Hey, yeah. listen, I'm kind of trying to do things
1: different." It was a concession. It was a- <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. It was. I get it. Right. I've been playing in the dirt too long. It's time right. to take my bath. Right. I get it. That's what that but was. Let's now the racist thing is interesting. So hit me on that one.
0: So yeah, we'll get into the racist thing here in a second, but let's let's talk about the first the apologies. Line. Sorry. The apologies. So you know, so eloquently put. hold on.
2: Hello, friends, I wanted to make a video to address some of the controversy that's been going on over the past few days. And first of all, to say thank you to everyone that sent love and support. I truly, truly appreciate it. And it's been very nice to hear from you. I wanted to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging Um, The podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two. One with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion.
0: Okay, let me stop right there, Jay, if you don't mind. He's got these guys on his podcast that are not just some fucking guy from down the street that says... Oh, I got this crazy conspiracy theory about the damn vaccines. No, these are fucking people no. that are leaders Actually, in their field. Yep, you know what I mean. And still, yep. they still try to discredit this guy before having just conversations with these people. But again, again it's about the, it's about the reach that he has.
1: It's people not not understanding the actual message being spoken. It's. Mm-hmm. They have an idea of what they think it is right? and that's what they're railing against. Right. It has nothing to do with anything because they haven't done any actual research, which again is funny because that's kind of what their problem is, is that they think we don't do ours. I mean, that's Joe a, has not had a, done, done his.
0: That's the problem. A lot of people have that same issue.
2: That's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on and because of that, those episodes in particular – Uh, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact.
0: That's so important, Jay. That key thing that he said right there is so important because people forget how many times the narrative when it came to covid and the vaccines and how it, it worked had, and this and that changed. has changed so many times jay yes. you've seen it we've all seen it even yes. rachel Maddow, rachel Maddow on msnbc said at one point if you got the vaccine that it would kill it right then and there it would not be transferable she said that on national television now are they going to go back and say oh we made a mistake we fucked up you think MSNBC is going to say that you think CNN is going to say that you think Fox news is going to say that never, they're just going to keep running this next fucking story. That's going to continue to push their narrative.
1: Yep.
2: Like for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID. You would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work. You would be banned from social media. Now that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely, I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Um, I'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, He is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on, who is uh, a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct and find, I'm also finding out how people come to these conclusions and what the facts are. Now, because of this controversy and I'm sure there's a lot of other things going on behind the scenes with these controversies, but uh, Neil Young has removed his music from the, the platform of Spotify and uh, Joni Mitchell and uh, apparently some other people want to as well. Um, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. I, 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 I most certainly don't want that. Uh, I'm a Neil Young fan. I've always been a Neil Young fan. I'll tell you a story at the end of this about that. One of the things that Spotify wants to do that I agree with is that at the beginning of these controversial podcasts, like specifically ones about COVID, is to put a disclaimer and say that you should speak with your physician and that these people and the opinions that they express are contrary to the opinions of uh, the consensus of experts, which I think is very important. Sure. Have that on there. I'm very happy with that. Um, Also, I think uh, if there's anything that I've done that I could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. Uh,
0: Let me say something here, Jay. Um, When have you ever heard of MSNBC saying or CNN saying, oh, you know what? I think it's time for us to have more diverse differing uh, opinions and views uh, broadcast on our show. That way, people can make a, um, you know, intelligent, informed, um, you know, fact-based, uh, yeah, 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 you know, decision on the things that they want to do with their their bodies and their lives. Have you ever heard them say that, Jay?
1: No, I mean, you know, that most of the major news channels they, they all have their their own agenda that they push. You can tell which ones. If you listen to them, it's you know, you would you couldn't get more black and white. And unfortunately, I, I didn't mean to use that, but it, it's appropriate. Uh, uh, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a shame to see the division that's there. Uh, and fortunately, that a, a mass of society has is that they can't agree with. They can't understand the difference between fact and feeling. You know, people will say, don't, you know, don't judge my truth. Well, it doesn't really work that way. Truth is truth. Truth is truth, right. Truth is truth. And right. Joe Rogan, his podcast, the people he has on, usually he said it in this, in this in that, you know, that speech he was giving, that little monologue. He said, I'm into finding out what the truth is. I don't know what it is, but I'm trying to have an interesting conversation with people who have a lot of knowledge and trying to find out how they came to that knowledge and how they came to that opinion. Right Now, Joe Rogan sometimes just, dis- Disagrees with those opinions sometimes he doesn't and Absolutely. part of the job is also kind of being affable, going kind yeah. of along with it. So you do it. There has to be a little bit of a give and take. you can't just say, "Oh, I ever fight over throws an idiot." Right? He could. He should. But
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And you know, again, Jay, you know, it's uh, it's all about the influence that he has. At the end of the day, yeah. he pulls in 11 million viewers and downloads in a in a month. Which, um, listen, all the alphabet channels out there don't even equate to that on primetime TV altogether, combined. So there is the biggest disconnect, and that's the reason why they're having such a fucking issue with this guy because of the influence that he has. I mean, 11 million downloads. That's a lot of fucking people, Jay. You know what I mean? And for what? He's having conversations just like what you said, Jay. Interested in finding the truth. And Again, why are we going to cancel somebody like that? Because why? Because he had somebody on his podcast that had differing, you know, opinions that was, you know, contrary to mainstream media. I don't know. That just doesn't sit well with me now. You know, they're moving over to the racial thing, but we'll get to that here in a second. Let's finish up what Joe Rogan has to say.
2: Uh, I would most certainly be open to doing that. And uh, I would like to talk to some people that have uh, differing opinions on those podcasts in the future. We'll see. Um, You know, I do all the scheduling myself and uh, I don't always get it right. These podcasts are very strange because they're just conversations. And oftentimes I have no idea what I'm going to talk about until I sit down and talk to people. And that's why some of my ideas are not that prepared or fleshed out because I'm literally having them in real time. Um, But I do my best and they're just conversations. And I think that's also the appeal of the show. It's one of the things that makes it interesting. Um, so, uh, I want to thank Spotify for being so supportive during this time. Uh, and I'm very sorry that this is happening to them and that they're taking so much heat from it. And so now the, the Neil Young story, <laughs> when I, 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 first of all, I'm not mad at Neil Young. I'm a huge Neil Young fan. I've always been a Neil Young fan.
0: So I'm going to omit that whole Neil Young story, but that's the basically gist. I'm, just... o- I'm okay with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big Neil Young fan. They're just, yeah, and, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, Jay, there you go. I mean, that's his take on what the whole misinformation thing is. And, you know, now, Jay, it's we, we know how it all works. You know, if you guys do your own research. I, I did research the other day. I found out that uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, you know, the top 15 advertisers are,
1: Jay? Moderna.
0: You're right on the track. They're all Big pharma companies, Astra, uh, AstraZeneca, you know, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, all those, the top 15 paid advertisers, every one of those stations. So again, not a, yeah, listen, we're not, I'm just telling you what's out there. We're just giving you information. You make your own decision at the end of the day, but it's pretty clear to me that you are getting information from a very biased opinion when it comes to mainstream media. And it's all perpetuated by the advertisers and the advertisers at the end of the day are big pharma, big agra, you know, big tech, all those people. And there's nothing that we can do about it because they're the ones that run the show. So yeah, yeah, unfortunately, well, listen, so now they've moved on to the, 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 the racist tip because obviously they couldn't get them with the misinformation. So, uh, you know, CNN has kind of like uh, now perpetuated that Joe Rogan, uh, you know, has used racist terms. On February 4th, singer-songwriter India Ari posted on an Instagram compilation video of Joe Rogan using the N-word 24 times. In episodes of the podcast that predicate his exclusivity deal with Spotify, Ari announced that she's removing her music from the platform. Now, um, of course, if you look at this video, um, you realize that a lot of these takes were taken out of context um he wasn't using the n-word in any type of derogatory way he was usually explaining something that had to do with the n-word now all that as may as it be seen maybe he should not have said the word i agree maybe he shouldn't have said it at the end of the day he still wasn't using it in a derogatory way um there wasn't a video that he did post about it um because this was an episode that a lot of people um they also brought up an episode that he did say some kind of racist terms when it came to uh being dropped off in a bad area and being kind of dropped off in the planet of the apes but again we're talking about a comedian who is having conversations and <laughs> high <laughs> half the time and drinking
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so we're not talking about listen if this was what can, um don lemon on cnn you know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Straight Laced uh, and all or Anderson Cooper, you know what I mean, saying these things. I can okay, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? It's out of line. But at the end of the day, Rogan's a comedian. Not saying that he has a free reign to say the N-word either. But at the same no. time, you know comedians. And if you ever been around <clears throat> comedians, there's there's comedy does does there's no boundaries when it comes to comedy, not even racist uh, boundaries, you know what I mean? Because well, at the end of the,
1: the- the whole point of comedy is to find, to find the very edge, the very right. line, right. And tiptoe just beyond it uh, to make it just uncomfortable enough uh, to make it funny. Uh, right. The problem is that everybody these days has no fucking sense of humor. And yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. And you always have people I, he, looking at no, the finger at you.
1: He should not have used the word. There's no way to excuse it. That's just the way it is. That word... So much attached to it right uh, and to be honest with you I, it's a word i'm uncomfortable with a vast majority of the time i i don't understand why it's, i mean the, the stigmatism that comes with it and whatnot mm-hmm. joe rogan, it's, not, it's not a word that should be said by anybody period right um i guess joe rogan was trying to make points who's a lot of them were taking of context which mm-hmm. should be kept in mind
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: But that that doesn't excuse it. It explains it, doesn't excuse it. Of
0: course. And that's exactly what the point is here. You know, it doesn't it doesn't defend it, but at least it gives an explanation as to what or he was trying to say. Never was in malice and it never was to be derogatory in any shape, shape, or way, form. Uh let's talk let's listen to his um his reaction to this whole thing here, Jay. Uh let me get this here. Give me one second.
2: Hello friends. Um I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the N-word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks fucking horrible even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years. But for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation, and stay, instead of saying the N-word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. Like that context was part of the clip we were talking about Red fox how Red Fox said that word on television in the 1970s, and how times have changed so much since then, or about how Richard Pryor used it as one of the titles of one of his albums, or I was quoting a Lenny Bruce bit, or I was quoting a Paul Mooney bit, or I was talking about how Quentin Tarantino used it repeatedly in Pulp Fiction, or I was talking about how a Netflix executive ironically used it because he was, Trying to compare it to another offensive word and he said it out loud and they fired him not calling anybody were just saying the word out loud. I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways. Like if a white person says that word it's racist and toxic. But. A black person can use it and it could be a punchline. It could be a term of endearment. It could be lyrics to a rap song. It could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, You fucked up. And I clearly have fucked up. And that's my intention to express myself in this video. To say, there's nothing I can do to take that back. I wish I could. Obviously, that's not possible. I do hope that, if anything, that this can be a teachable moment. Because I never thought it would ever be taken out of context and put in a video like that. And now that it is. Holy shit, it looks bad. And it, it's part of also me doing this podcast for thousands of hours, thousands of episodes over 12 years. I said a lot of fucking stupid shit, which is fine when you're talking about most things, but not when you're talking about race. And there's another clip that I have to address. There's a clip from 11 years ago. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high. We were in Philadelphia, and we went to go see Planet of the Apes. And we didn't know where we were going. We just got dropped off by a cab, and we got dropped off in this all-black neighborhood. And I was trying to make the story entertaining, and I said, we got out, and it was like we were in Africa. It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes, but it sure fucking sounded like that. And I immediately afterwards said, that's a racist thing to say. The Planet of the Apes wasn't even in Africa. I was just saying, there's a lot of black people there. But then I went on to talk about what a positive experience it was and how much fun it was to go to see this movie in a black neighborhood. It wasn't a racist story, but it sounded terrible. And like I said, You can have clunky stories about anything, but not about race. And so I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. It looks terrible, but it looks terrible even in context. It's a fucking idiotic thing to say, and I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist, and I certainly would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism. My hope is that, look, I can't go back in time and change what I've said. I wish I could, obviously that's not possible, but I do hope that this can be a teachable moment for anybody that doesn't realize how offensive that word can be coming out of a white person's mouth in context or out of context. My sincere and humble apologies, I wish there was more that I could say, but all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart. It makes me sick watching that video, but hopefully at least some of you will accept this and understand where I'm coming from. My apologies and much love. My sincere, deepest apologies and much love.
0: So there you go, Jack. I mean... At the end of the day
1: i hey is Israel and Asanya ready for a big fight um on Saturday? He was just they were at, on the podium talking about the fight, and somebody brought up the data and as he grabbed the mic, he's like, "I got this, I'm black, I can talk about this, and he went on to defend Joe Rogan, talking about how yeah. idiotic it is that anybody would think that he was he was fucking racist, so um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. He gave he gave Joe Rogan support and love, and Israel Adesanya is somebody that him and Joe Rogan have had many deep conversations. And some yeah. of my favorite some of my favorite podcast uh, episodes of Joe Rogan were the couple the two that he had Israel Adesanya on because such yeah. an interesting con- the two both conversations from different sides before and after the championship, uh, and to hear the way that the, the two of them talked, it was very inter- interesting conversation. And anybody that would think that Joe Rogan would be racist would just I have to listen to this podcast to
0: get it yeah yeah and he's had great conversation and he's been against people you know uh you know he's agreed with them he's not agreed with them you know what i mean all different shapes and colors and sizes of people it doesn't matter it's just having conversation and if he finds yeah. you know if he feels like something's wrong he he says something he about it. it yeah he opens yeah. his mouth but at the same time he's open to saying at the same time i may be wrong too Tell me what your idea is. Tell me what you think. Tell me why you think you think that way. Give me some context to the reason why you come up with a certain, you know, conclusions to certain things. Let me know. So maybe you can convince me, maybe I'm seeing things in the wrong way. So that's yeah. again, you can't fault a person for doing that. And again, that's just having conversation. But the real problem is, is about the reach that he has, the influence that he has. And yep. it bothers the mainstream media because they have nowhere near the 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 reach and the Not captivating anymore. audience that he has he, it's just at the end of the day that's what it is and it's a I, different it's,
2: world
0: it is it is a completely different world you're comparing apples to oranges you cannot compare the two you know um but i think it's a complete hit job you know and i've always said if they can't get you one way they'll try to get you another and they always usually resort back to the the racist tip right. you know, whether you're black right. or no you're idea. white
1: yeah always it right. always
0: goes back there it always does because they right. can't if they can't get you with one thing they'll get you with the other they always will and um you know obviously he said some things in the past were obviously not so bright have. but he's apologized he's you remove those episodes um this is not the first time he's actually apologized regarding this episode that happened many years ago um it just happened to come out again and he has to re-apologize for some shit that happened you know 11 years ago so Again, Jay. Um, you know, what's your final thought on this whole thing?
1: I think it's being blown out out of proportion. I, I believe anybody that would listen to podcasts and let that be their one information source, yeah, uh, they're they're misinformed on their own. Uh, you got to take in many sources. You got to read. You got to listen to multiple different podcasts from multiple different points of view. Uh, you have to watch things. You have to. To you don't have to necessarily go with the. You know, WNBC and the the major there's so many other ways to get the information get it from an unbiased opinion uh, and that's really what everybody should be doing anyway so yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think, I hope everybody kind of lets Joe Rogan a little bit off the hook lets it understand as to what he was trying to do I have a feeling he'll, he'll be a little bit more conscientious about it in the future um, but again, I don't think he really did too many things wrong, he should never say the n-word obviously right, yeah
0: even so, though it wasn't uh, used in the wrong context, you know up. what I mean. He was just using he it in fu- a wrong context. Fucked up. He fucked up, he right? Up. And he, he admitted up, it to it.
1: and he's admitted to it, and he's apologized right. for it. And, and I don't think it was anything more than than that. It's it, it's such a sticky topic. The whole race thing, you know, yeah. you got to be really, really careful around it, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as you should be, because it can yeah. be a very sensitive topic that can they can really upset people, and
0: absolutely that should be laughing trying to do. Hey guys, I just wanted to give a quick update um, as because as we've been editing this episode, so much more information has come out uh, regarding this particular topic, regarding Joe Rogan and the whole misinformation thing. First off, uh, the streaming service Rumble has uh, offered uh, Joe Rogan a $100 million deal. Joe Rogan, of course, the popular podcast host at the center of this whole controversy, uh, retur- uh, reportedly turned down a $100 million offer uh, to leave the streamer for the Canadian-based Uh, video platform rumble Uh, the rejection came during a stand-up comedy appearance in Austin Texas on Tuesday night according to the Hollywood Reporter when asked by a fan uh, whether he would take the offer Rogan replied no Spotify has hung in there with me inexplicably and uh, let's see what happens so that's his take so far on the rumble offer. That's one big thing that's come out uh, since the, uh, our editing of this podcast. Um, another uh, s- another thing that's come out, which I found very interesting. We talked about it on this episode of the podcast with me and Jay um, talking about Neil Young. Now, of course, Neil Young removed his music in protest of all the supposed misinformation that Joe Rogan was spreading um, regarding COVID-19, but uh, to much of, not my surprise but maybe some others uh neil young's music has back on spotify um last month young removed his library from spotify after his service refused to censor joe rogan but just a few weeks later young's uh, team quietly up re-uploaded his music excuse me says fox business uh that's what you would call i say an unsuccessful boycott as you can see uh young cried that uh, rogan was spreading false information of course about the vaccines potentially causing death to those who believe this uh, disinformation. Uh, He told Spotify it can have Rogan or it can have Young, not both. So uh, Spotify chose uh, Rogan, but added that it would hope Young uh, would return soon, which he obviously did much sooner than most people would be uh, surprised. Uh, Young's reps and Spotify did not respond to um, a request for comment uh, regarding this, um, which of course I highly doubt that they would. Another, um, Very interesting piece of this whole topic that I found quite interesting was uh, Joe Rogan slamming health expert, Bill Gates. Now, we covered Bill Gates on an episode prior talking about um, what his uh, intentions are and what maybe the nefarious intentions may be underlying his um, outer core of what he's showing to other people and what he's investing I think the return on investment is what he's really after. Um, But we've covered that in another episode. You make your own decision, you do whatever. But again, we've covered uh, Bill Gates in the past. But Joe Rogan slammed Bill Gates um, and the Gates Foundation for rapidly buying up farmland across the United States, and as well as his health initiatives. Uh, Rogan was incredulous as to how a man in such obviously poor health uh, can give advice on how to be healthy. Uh, Which is, you know, listen, that's a, a pretty... You know, good question. I mean, obviously, if you're going to have a guy, let's just say, who owns a, let's say, LA Fitness, and who's promoting the LA Fitness, and um, he might look like me, which I'm not in the greatest of health, but I'm not a bodybuilder either, and that's the kind of person you would have, uh, maybe marketing some something like that. And for somebody like Bill Gates, um, you know, that's just not the case. Um, and of course, he perceives himself to be some type of health expert. So. Going on to this, um, Rogan was referring to Gates' previous statement to MIT Technology Review in which he argues the case for synthetic beef. Now, uh, this has been a big uh, ongoing controversy, of course, uh, because of uh, you know them trying to make us eat less meat. And it goes on and on. But uh, Rogan quoted Gates, uh, who told the outlet, I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. And he went on to say, Rogan, uh, he said, uh, you can get used to the taste difference. And the claim is that they're going to make it taste even better over time. Uh, Eventually, that the green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the quote unquote behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift the demand. Uh, Rogan continued quoting Gates saying, the thing is, is that he keeps saying that you got to eat less meat, which we got to cut out of our consumption of meat out to be healthy. And we got to get used to eating these meat alternatives. When a guy like that says that, I'm like, are you making money because of this? Like, why are you saying that, uh, Rogan said. So, uh, by the way, he also said, uh, you look like shit. <laughs> and if you're eating those plant-based burgers or whatever the F you're doing, uh, you're obese, mentioned Rogan, who is now 54 years old, of course, eats a very carnivorous diet and is in noticeably excellent health. So he goes on to say, a guy like that telling people about you know things like that has got to be crazy uh, with these man breasts and his gut. You're one of the richest guys on earth. You have access to the best nutrients. Uh, You could have an amazing trainer. You could be in a phenomenal shape and you're giving out public health advice and you're sick. It uh, literally is like a non-athlete trying to coach professionals. Like what the fuck are you talking about? So the Joe uh, Rogan experience host continued on his rant. How are you giving any health advice when you look like that? Your health is piss poor. And it's a very good observation, a very good uh, argument from Joe Rogan. Um, Maybe if I could see if Joe Rogan was the one maybe promoting this, it makes sense, but it's not. But again, I just wanted to make a little quick video to add on to this podcast to give you guys a little bit more content um, and um, enjoy what we're talking about here tonight. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Well, Jay, uh, I think it's a good wrap up for tonight. I mean, uh, tonight, uh, I hope people really uh, open their eyes and start to realize how you know all this really works. I, I try to tell people who, especially who people come to me and, and parrot certain zinger lines that I hear on like... You know, these, these, these shows, these op-ed shows that are supposedly news shows, the Let's Go Brandons or, you know, Trump Tards yeah. or whatever, which way? I mean, it's left or right. It's all this. Everybody has zingers. Everybody has a line. Everybody has oh, to yeah. fucking, uh, you know, uh, hit an agenda. Every, and they're all, you know what? At the end of the day, Jay, they're all S and the D of the same people. Yep. And the people are Big Pharma. Wake up, people. Cause it's, that's the way it is. But again, we present you with facts. You make your own decision. We're not here to tell you what to do. So I guess that's a good wrap up for tonight here, Jay. Um, anything Agreed. else to add uh, before we say good night? That's it, huh? <laughs> well guys, listen, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode uh, with uh, Jay and I uh, regarding misinformation, Joe Rogan, that whole bullshit that's going on. Uh, we hope that you enjoy that. Do some research. I implore every one of you to do you know, research about all this stuff because it's really interesting. You can find all the pieces. All you have to do is just look. It's, it just takes maybe an hour of your day. And really, just don't parrot what other people say and all of a sudden you hear on TV and then you take that as the gospel. Don't do that. That's the worst that you could do because all you're doing is spreading the real misinformation. So again, I'm Will Martinez. Thank you for my uh, host as well, Jay Galosi. For another edition of dark fringe radio and we'll see you guys again next week
2: dark fringe radio your premier source for the paranormal conspiracy theory and true crime